You're listening to the Book Your Dream Clients podcast, episode 36. Today, I am chatting with my friend, Kelsey Rydell, the creator of The Visionary Method, and we are talking about a variety of things, but it all comes down to two things that I want you to pay attention to. One is the fears that hold us back when we want to create a business online or we want to create a brick and mortar business and we just can't seem to take that first step. And we're also talking about how you can take the ideas that are in your head and turn them into a business, but there are certain things that you need to have checked before you can do that. And Kelsey is the go-to girl for this. So if you are the person who has all of the ideas or you want to start your own business, then this is the episode that you must listen to. You're listening to the Book Your Dream Clients podcast, where we believe business can be simple and you can use your intuition to run towards your goal. Self-made business and success coach, Lindsay Maloney, helps you start and scale your dream coaching business. With her step-by-step intuitive and creative guidance, you'll leave ready to put her tips into action, push your business forward, and work with your dream clients. Lindsay is here to help you get unstuck and structure your brilliance into a coaching business that's sustainable and financially exhilarating. Here's your host, Lindsay Maloney. Before we get started with this episode, I want to talk to you about my program, Standout Coaching Academy, or SOCA as everyone calls it. It's a 90-day program that's going to help you book your dream clients, and this is perfect for you if you are a coach who is ready to create, launch, or scale your coaching business, if you want to fill your calendar up with dream clients who inspire you, and you want to make an impact in the world with work that you feel called to do, I want you to enroll in SOCA. SOCA is an extremely powerful program that will take your coaching business to the next level, and I have three ways that you can join me right now, be a part of the 90 90-day program, join other like-minded women, network with them, learn the best ways that you can build your coaching business just the way that I have created and scaled mine so you can stop having those sleepless nights with all the information overload and stop doing everything by yourself. So many coaches are struggling to get their businesses started and I want that to stop right now. So I'm inviting you to go to standoutcoachingacademy.com, check it out and enroll. Thank you so much for coming on to the podcast, Kelsey. Thank you so much for having me. It's so nice to talk to you again after a few month hiatus. So I'm really excited to be on the podcast. Yeah. So Kelsey was one of my VIP clients last year. And um, when she asked to be on the podcast, it was a no brainer because I know that you will be able to help so many people listening. So why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? First, you can introduce in case people don't know who you are, and we'll just take it from there. Sounds good. So as Lindsay mentioned, my name is Kelsey Rydell, and I live in Toronto here, where at the moment it is currently freezing. And um, I guess a little bit of my background, I started my career as a nutritionist, and I was very fascinated with the idea of how the foods that we ate could really affect the way that we felt and could really impact our day in such um, an intense way. You know, I'm sure we've all experienced eating certain foods that make you feel not so good and then not being able to perform for the rest of the day, whether that's in your job or taking care of your family or feeling lethargic and needing to sleep all day. So nutrition was really the launching pad for me into starting to make little changes that impacted my life. So I started working with clients one-on-one and that's when I launched my very first business. And 
loved seeing the results that could happen through coaching and giving clients little tips and tricks and working with them on a weekly basis to help them to feel better in their own body. And I started to scale that up into a group coaching program and more of a holistic lifestyle program. And then I started having a lot of people come to me asking, how did you build your business? And like, I love your website. How did this get started? And you're always showing up on social media. And so I really started to flip the switch a little bit and move out of nutrition coaching and more into helping wellness entrepreneurs and people in the health and um, life coaching space to bring their business online and to really just share what I was doing in order to uh, grow an audience and to continue to scale up and think bigger than the one-on-one client consultation, sitting down face-to-face with someone. And so that's when I shut down my nutrition practice and I really started to explore how can I best serve people? How can I best help them? What I realized through a lot of my own digging and through exploring where my strengths were was that most people have these wonderful ideas, whether it's that they are a yoga teacher and they want to help more people to feel the power of yoga, or perhaps they have a business uh, making DIY bath bombs or something of that sort, but they don't know how to put it into action. And I always relate that back to my nutrition coaching and think, you know, most of us, we know what to be eating, but it's really difficult then to actually take action and follow that meal plan that we know we're supposed to eat and to eat more um, healthy fats and um, to acquire the right amount of protein. We know innately what needs to be fueled in our body, but it's a lot different to actually make those. And so as my journey evolved, I realized it's very similar um, with lifestyle coaching and business coaching, which I now do, is that for a lot of aspiring entrepreneurs, they know that they're capable of running a business and that they are unique in their strengths and in their gifts. But there's this barrier, there's almost this wall into, but I'm not sure how to put it into action, or I'm not sure if I could be a successful entrepreneur. And so what I love to hone in on through my coaching program, which is called The Visionary Method, and then I have a podcast and a brand as well called Visionary Life, is really helping people to take action on their ideas rather than sitting in that ideation or that motion of just kind of taking these mini steps that don't really advance them forward. So I help propel people into action so that they can finally build the business and and really the life that they know that they're capable of and they know they want, but perhaps have been fearful to step into action because it feels a little bit uncomfortable. So that's a little bit of my backstory. I love um, your background. Um, And I've had several interviews and just even talking with other female entrepreneurs, it seems like we always have some kind of a health background. Um, It's Mm -hmm. like, that's our starting point. One of the girls I had interviewed last year, she said, it seems like um, starting with a, I know you didn't start with a network marketing company for health, but you know, a lot of us did. And that's like our gateway drug to entrepreneurship when you don't know how to get started, but you just want to take action. So that's like 
that's something that we know. Like you lived, a, you live a healthy lifestyle. You took what you knew and you took action with it. And that's where a lot of people kind of, they hit that wall is they're not sure. Like I have an idea for a business and sometimes they go and they look at, you know, maybe they're on Squarespace looking at website templates or whatever, but they seem to just hit a wall because they're not sure what to do. And then that's where you come in. You help them take action. Do you, what are some like common things you see with the people that you work with? Where do they, um, commonly get tripped up or what is that similar wall that they all hit? Mm -hmm. Yeah. What I find is that it's actually just a fear of showing up in a different light. Um, I know even for myself, you know, I always kind of was fearful of the people who were closest to me having certain judgments or hesitations on, well, who does she think she is? Or that's not the Kelsey that we knew from high school, preschool, like, you know, or from my hometown or something like that. And, and so when I talk to a lot of my clients uh, and my students in my group coaching program, the people that they're most fearful of showing up for are those that are closest to them. And I think that can often be just this massive barrier into stepping into the person that you want to be to creating the life you really want you're actually just afraid that there's going to be some judgments or um, just some people who might put you down because they know you as a previous version of you. And um, it's, it's hard to honor that you might grow or outgrow the life that you used to live, or you may want to step into that role of entrepreneurship when all of your other network is kind of staying in there. Um, you know, usual job. But I think once we can work through that and realize how many people you can inspire by showing up as, you know, you're, you're not changing yourself, you're just changing, um, you know, how you share your lifestyle and your vision for your future, really. So definitely that fear of showing up in that new life. That's, that is so important to talk about. It seems like nobody talks about that is the fear of judgment with people that they know. And that's something that definitely even comes up with me too, is, you know, if I show up as who I am now to people who, who knew me years ago, they're going to wonder who is this person. And I think it goes even deeper into like, I don't want to lose my old self. Like you have to like be okay with that, you know, that old self, that ego just dying off. And cause that, that doesn't serve you anymore. You know, you can't step back to step forward. It doesn't make any sense. So getting over that fear of um, being yourself, which sounds kind of like, kind of like lame, but it's not, it's such a big thing that holds people back. Like it's so much more comforting to speak in front of a bunch of people or show up online in front of people that you don't know and that don't know you than going on Facebook and talking about your business because you're afraid of um, any kind of judgment. But really, you're just kind of putting thoughts into other people's heads that aren't necessarily theirs. They're just yours, really. Absolutely. And I think the true testament of you stepping into your truth and really... Um, being fearless in the pursuit of what you want is having the buy-in from your family and friends and asking for their support and knowing that your family and friends are going to be probably the first few people who are able to purchase your business or, um, or purchase something from you or work with you. 
and they're going to be your best source of referrals. So they're not the people that you want to shy away from because they know you, they like you, they trust you. And if you can share this business or this passion with them first and invite them to, you know, show up and support you, they're going to be the people who really help you to spread your message in the early days when maybe you don't have an audience. So I always encourage the clients that I work with to, you know, send that email to your friends and family. Hey, I've just launched this business. And, you know, if you're interested, I'm hosting this workshop. And if not, I would love for you to pass this on to a family or friend because you're, they want to support you, right? But if you're afraid to show up and share that with them, then unfortunately you're missing the buy-in from some. Definitely. And I'm sure you've never had a client or a student say, I, I did it and I wish I wouldn't have done it. Like there's probably no, you've never had anybody with any regrets. Definitely not. Sometimes it takes a little bit of nudging just to say, go for it. Like just send the email, invite them to your very first workshop. But you're right. Once they do it and they get the positive feedback saying, you know, congrats on launching your business. It's always that very first milestone that feels like, okay, now I can start to show up maybe on Instagram live more and um, not fear that people are going, what's she talking about? Because I've already introduced concept to that. I love that. And plus, you know, just by getting rid of that fear and getting uncomfortable, comfortable up levels you and your business so much. And that's so important. We can't stay in our comfort zone. No, it's always about the action. It's the baby action steps that are always going to propel you forward. Definitely. And I love that you're mentioning workshops because you are one of the only clients I've had who does live workshops um, in your city. I want you to just to talk about that a little bit because I bet that was something that took you out of your comfort zone. Absolutely. So I can actually remember about five or six years ago, I was working for a really big nutrition company and they make protein powders and I was working in marketing. So I was more behind the scenes and setting up a lot of our activations with our retail partners. And one day the company went through a restructuring and they pulled me into a room and they asked me to take on a new hybrid position. And that meant that I was no longer going to be behind the scenes, but I would also be traveling around Ontario where I live to give these mass trainings on the products. And the company was quite innovative and they said, so you know, be as creative as you like and make sure that everyone gets to try the protein powder and that you deliver, you know, a great presentation with a PowerPoint and that you make it fun and interactive. And I just wanted to curl up in a ball and die. I had never done public speaking before. Um, I was confident in the product, but I was certainly not the expert or the chemist who created it or the product formulator. So it really scared me to have to show up in a room of 50 trained health professionals who worked at um, a health food store and share with them all about this product and make it fun and memorable because we were known as being one of these innovative kind of exciting companies that doesn't deliver an training. So anyways, I said yes and decided to figure it out later. And so as I started to give these talks, I realized the power of in-person community and in building trust by showing up face-to-face with people, uh, being there to give them samples of what you do, um, and having that time with them afterwards to develop one-on-one relationships. And 
just through these trainings, I was seeing the impact on how loyal people became to the brand, uh, how much it really impacted how they were sharing with the consumers of their store. Like they were selling hundreds and hundreds of tubs uh, while other brands were not selling off the shelf. And um, I just really started to recognize that by showing up and really bringing that energy through an in-person workshop and by making it fun and interactive and by letting people have a voice and having two-way conversation, there was so much power in that. And so I started to get a little bit more comfortable with it. And so, of course, fast forward a few years later, I launched my own nutrition business. And now with my coaching business, I still always come back to that experiential marketing component of uh, how can you create a live workshop? And of course, we don't all have to do that or we don't all necessarily have the audience from where we live. But I think that most people can assemble a few people that are able to attend a local training. I, I know that it does not, it will never um, be the same with an online training because you don't get to sit uh, side by side with someone, really you know, look into their eyes and connect with them and build that trust with them. And so I think it, when possible, is so valuable to create some sort of whether it's a retreat, a workshop, a training, um, a seminar, whatever you want to call it, whatever type of experience relates best to your business, as much as maybe public speaking might scare you, there are people who are just yearning to connect with like-minded humans. And the best way we can do that is really to get out from behind the screens and create something that people can show up to and you can keep it simple. It can just be, you know, 30 minutes with some Q&A at the end. Or if you're feeling inspired, like why not grab a couple of your entrepreneurial friends and host a three-hour training on some topic that, you know, people are interested in. And I can just tell um, anyone who's listening that as nerve-wracking as it can be, it's always so amazing to feel the energy of the room and to see the connections that are made inside of that room with the people who do decide to show up. And um, it always just really fills my heart. And it's certainly a way that I am able to continue growing um, my business, getting more students and clients, because I think that's a way for them to really get to know me. And it helps accelerate that trust process. Um, whereas online, I, I know it takes a little bit longer. So definitely love the power of an input. I can tell. I can tell you do. And I think the important thing to take from that, all of that is you took an experience that made you super uncomfortable in your nine to five in the past. And you went with it because you knew how powerful it was. And you knew that if you implemented that in your own business, um, great things will happen. And like we said before, getting uncomfortable is what breaks so much. Um, so much of that shell that we have, that comfortable shell that we built around ourselves. And like you said, we don't all have the opportunity or the space to have in-person workshops, but there's so many other people online, entrepreneurs, who are scared of even hosting a webinar or even creating a Facebook group. Those fears um, just keep them hidden. And, you know, they wonder like why their business isn't growing or why their, their idea, their vision isn't taking off. And it's because they're hiding behind something that is making them feel safe and secure. 
And um, I think just making a small action, like even just creating the Facebook group can make you feel even more empowered or creating the details for a webinar or whatever it is, like how can you break it down into, you don't have to go big like and say, I'm going to do a webinar next week and you've never done anything of the sort. What about just coming up with the title of your webinar, just like breaking it up into small steps and um, just digestible so you don't feel overwhelmed. Absolutely. And I think whether you create an online training or an in-person one, there's always at least one person who needs that information, who is ready to show up to learn from you because there may be a step behind you, right? So there's always going to be people who really who need that info and it's important for you to get it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. We could definitely talk about the things that hold entrepreneurs back by, you know, even what if nobody shows up or what if one person shows up or five or 10, because everyone's comparing their um, beginning to somebody's middle. And that's just not the way to run your business because you can hear somebody talk about, Oh, we had 500 people show up to our webinar and you're like, I can't even get 500 people on my list. It's how, how are they getting that? You know, like that's huge. And that makes you feel like you can't put yourself out there until you get to their numbers when everyone started at zero. And the, the only way they got over to their first subscriber, their first webinar registrant is by taking action. And that's something just to hold, keep in mind, you know, it's the beginning of the year. If you haven't taken any action on your business or the idea, if you have all these ideas in your head, if you haven't taken any action, um, how, what do you, what's something that you can recommend for somebody to do right now that will help them move forward with their idea in their head? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is a topic that I'm extremely passionate about because I feel like we could all benefit from taking a little bit more action, whether that's towards our life goals, our health goals, our business goals. And so um, there's a guy that I follow and I'm on his email newsletter too. And his name is James Clear. I'm sure a lot of your listeners have heard of him. He's kind of the master of making habits stick. And his most recent book, Atomic Habits, has taught me so much. Um, But I would say the one thing that I've always been innately good at, but I realize that it doesn't come naturally to everyone with bringing ideas into action is putting a deadline. And I know from working with you, when I very first launched the Visionary Method group coaching program, what brought this whole thing to life in a timely manner was saying it's going to launch on this date and then working backwards. Um, That is why when people sign up for marathons, they are so successful in following a training plan for the most part, because there's a deadline on it. Whereas when you just, you know, maybe roll over on January 1st and say, I want to get fit this year. Well, that's not a very good goal because there's no timeline on it. Um, There's no specificity to that. So I would say the biggest thing uh, that helps me and that helps most of my clients to just continually continue to make progress in their business is attaching a deadline to everything. So usually a date, um, just saying, you know, I am looking to accomplish X, Y, Z goal by whatever date. And then it's all about breaking it down into micro steps and attaching dates to those as well. So I would say, bring it to life, put it in your calendar Um, and that's probably the best tip that I could ever give someone. The other thing I want to mention too, is if you're having trouble taking action on a goal, um, make 
there some sort of visual cue, right? And I used to always say this to my health coaching clients, but it applies so much in business as well. You know, if you're someone who is, say, struggling to take those supplements, well, my first question would always be, okay, well, where do you keep them? And for the most part, people are saying, well, in this cupboard, you know, or um, behind my uh, pantry, whatever. And it's never in a visual spot. And so I always would get my clients to move them out onto your desk or onto your kitchen counter or somewhere where there's a visual cue. And same thing with business goals, right? I have a goal right now of bringing all my uh, local clients to an in-person retreat here in Toronto. And this is a big task. It's something I've never planned before, but I have it on my desk, this running note. And every day I sit down and I see the planning process, that the notes that I've scribbled for this retreat. I have a date that I've attached to it already. And I can already just feel it really coming into fruition because of those two things. Um, and so for anyone listening who is struggling to just achieve a small goal, I would say put a date on it and a visual cue. That's perfect. And just even writing it down is something mm-hmm. so huge that can take yep. you somewhere. You know, like just write it down on a piece of paper, put it in your planner, write it on your calendar, put it in your project management system, do something with it, get it out of your brain. Because when it's not out, you can't see it and it doesn't trigger you to take action. Exactly. Mm. Okay. So Kelsey, you have lots of big things coming up really soon in your business. Um, Why don't you tell us about your challenge that's coming up? Absolutely. So definitely stems off of everything that we have chatted about today. So My challenge that I created was because of the feedback that I was getting from so many of my acquaintances and my peers saying, I have this idea, but I just don't know if I should build it out into business. Or I really want to uh, start an Etsy shop, but I'm a little bit fearful and I don't know if people would buy it. And I was so sick of hearing that from people and recognizing that they weren't taking action on what they really knew in their heart was what they wanted. So that's where I created the five-day idea to income. And it's a challenge that for five days, we show up together in a private Facebook group. And every day, we're exploring a different topic that really will give you the best idea of whether your idea could eventually be an income stream. And I'm super passionate about educating people on how multiple income streams can be really beneficial in our business. I've been let go from many jobs and that's why I started to build out multiple income streams. I always wanted to have something that was going to keep me secure. And so the challenge is really all about exploring the ideas in your head, getting them out onto paper, building out a vision, looking at what will this financially cost me what type of time and effort would be required. And then at the end of the five-day challenge, the goal is to really be clear on whether you should move forward with this idea and build it into a business, or perhaps whether it's time to explore a different idea and maybe put this one to rest. But the important part is that you go through the process to discover whether this thing you've been thinking about for maybe years or months, I don't know how long, is that going to be something you can build into an 
this challenge is something that you have to go to if you're sick and tired of weighing the pros and cons of a business idea or talking to your significant other. Should I start this? Should I, is this a bad idea? Is it too risky? If you're tired of Googling things all the time by yourself, um, why don't you just go to somebody who's done it many times to help you bounce your ideas off of, go through a, a, a process that actually works so you can take your ideas in your head and actually make a business. And Kelsey is like the, the one of the best people to do that with. So how can they find out more how they can join this challenge and just how to, how can people get to know you better? Mm-hmm. So the best spot to join the challenge is just to head to KelseyRidal.com. And on my homepage there, you'll see an option to join the challenge. Um, that's where you can also find links to all my podcast episodes and learn more about me. Um, and connect with me too, if you want to contact actually work together or just learn more about what my background is and what I do. Awesome. So we will put all of your links, Kelsey, in the show notes and, um, on the podcast page. Um, I think that you have a really great month coming ahead of you. I can just see it. So I'm really excited for all of the good things coming your way. Uh, well, thank you so much. And I can honestly say I've learned a lot from you. So I do really appreciate just our time together and continuing to be part of your community online and on Facebook. I'm always inspired by what you Same to you. I love watching you on Instagram. Make sure you follow Kelsey on there too. She's, she is, she shows up. And if you're, if you're trying to find the confidence to show up daily for your business, just go watch her. She will give you um, inspiration to just go and show your face, um, speak so people can see you and hear you. Cause that if you want to build a strong connection with people to get the students and the clients that you, um, that are waiting to learn from you, um, go watch her. She will inspire you. Thank you. I super appreciate it. You're welcome. Thank you so much for being on the podcast, Kelsey. I loved having you. Awesome. And I'll have to get you on mine too when I start doing um, online interviews instead of in person. Yes, (laughs) definitely. Love to chat with you. Yes. Want 10 ways for you to start booking your dream clients? I created this workbook for you because I wanted to share my best tips on how I book mine. You're not going to believe how easy these are, and I know you'll be able to take my tips and put them into action ASAP so you can start working with your dream clients. To grab the workbook for free, all you have to do is go to lindsaymaloney.com podcast. Hey coaches, are you a member of the Book Your Dream Clients community yet? Because you should be. Just go to dreamclientcommunity.com to request free access. We do fun things like website audits, challenges, and we even have a book club. Join the free Dream Client community now and we'll see you there. Thank you so much for listening to the Book Your Dream Clients podcast. If you want to find out more information, how you can work with me, just head on over to my website, lindsaymaloney.com. You will be able to see how you can work with me privately or in a group setting. I'm all about helping you start and scale your coaching business, so I'd love to hear from you. Don't forget to subscribe to the show on iTunes and leave a rating and review. And if you want bonus points, take a screenshot of a review and tag me on your Instagram story. I'd love to see it and share it with my audience. And plus, you don't want to miss another episode.